Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Recovery and Restoration. Saints of God, our God is a God of recovery and restoration. He'll bring recovery and restoration to all those who are His, if we let Him. One of the definitions of restoration is a return of something to a former, original, normal, or unimpaired condition. Our God is a God who is capable of returning things to their former conditions. Our God is a God who is capable of returning things to the way that they were originally intended to be. Our God is a God who is capable of recovering things from the abnormal and returning them to the normal for you and me. And according to his word, which we believe to be true, he's not just capable, but he's willing and wanting to do it for me and you. So since our God is that kind of God, we ought to learn to let God be that kind of God in the lives of me and you. We ought to learn to let God be who he is, that is the God of recovering and restoration for you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. This year will be one of the times where the water's going to be flowing and you're going to walk out knowing exactly what God has in store for you. And it's going to deposit faith on the inside of you to be able to believe that God's word is true. So only what it is that God said is going to be on the inside of you. You're not going to be double-minded about what God said. But you're going to submit yourself where God put you so that you can hear what God has for you. And then that thing will be spoken to you and it's going to light something up on the inside of you. And you're going to watch different parts of your life come to life. It will be a year where God's people will see restoration of things to their former and natural state, or at least some resent, some semblance of it. It will be a year when they will recover, have, will see recovery of the things lost, stolen, destroyed, and or previously devastated by the devil. Because some folks, the devil came in and devastated your life, or devastated an area of your life, but it's about to rain. And that rain is going to make it bring forth in bud. Turn to Joel chapter 2, please. Let's begin reading at verse 21 again, please. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the trees bear her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with with wine and oil. Praise God. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. He said, I'm going to restore that. Now that word store, restore right there also translate make amends. It also means give again. God's going to give you life again. He's going, I like this one, repay. Somebody say, it's a, this is a big payback. He's going to repay 
you what was stolen from you. He's going to recompense. And it's going to be more than just dollars and cents. And he's also going to make restitution. And I gave you definitions for restitution. Verse 26. It says, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Everybody say, ah. That word satisfied right there means to sate. That is to feel to satisfaction. Whereas you'll be just like you was on Thanksgiving Day. When y'all sat there and eat plate after plate after plate. Until you just push plate away, couldn't eat another thing that day. Had plenty more still there to eat, but it couldn't be eaten by you. Because you were satisfied. Somebody say, ah. You said, not today. That's got to be, uh-uh. I can't do no more. Imagine your life so good again. That you just say, no more. Imagine things going so well in your life that you just sit back and, yeah, satisfied in life. Whereas you look in your family and everybody that's supposed to be there is there. And they're acting like they're supposed to while they're there. And they're living like they ought to. Just like you train them to. That thing they turned away from, they turned back to. And you're just sitting there looking at them, satisfied. God had told you that they were called a long, long time ago. And you watched them go in the wrong direction, doing everything they ought not do and everything they should say no. And it hurts you. And it caused tears even to rise within your eyes. But God said, wipe your eyes because I want you to see what you're about to realize. Was that same person that you saw out there in all that trouble. Is going to be in the house of God giving the devil trouble. Doing what they're supposed to do. Somebody say whole families. It's going to be doing what God said do. And you're going to sit back and be satisfied. It also translates have enough. Have plenty of. And I like this one. And be weary of. To have enough. To have plenty of. And to be weary of. Another check. Could you imagine being irritated over being blessed? Stay tuned. Verse 26. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God. That have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. That word wondrously means to separate. That is to distinguish. To separate. That is to distinguish. Which means God's going to do some things that's going to distinguish you from everybody else. And even distinguish you from who you were before he did this for you. It's going to separate you. Also that you can be holy. Different like he always wanted you to be and do. Now see before. The enemy was doing what the enemy do. Turn to Joel chapter 1. Let me show you a little bit more about what it said that the enemy would do. Joel chapter 1. You know that canker worm, that palmer worm, that, that caterpillar and all them. That's talking about the cycle of destruction that the enemy caused. The cycle of destruction that the enemy caused. Joel chapter 1 verse 4. It says, that which the palmer worm have left, have the locust eaten. And that which the locust have left, Half the canker worm eaten. 
and that which the canker worm have left, have the caterpillar eaten. Now, if that don't say with some folks' life, I don't know what does. <laughs> it's like, it's bad enough that the first one, first thing happened to you. Left a little bit of something left. You're like, dang, things ain't like they was, but at least I got something. And then here comes something else through your door. Bringing trouble, that's more. And then they eat up some of the stuff that was left. Then it's like, dang, what else could happen? Then why'd you say that? Here, here comes something else happen. <laughs> it's like, slap you again. You say, what? And then you're looking at this little bit of stuff that's over in the corner. You're like, well, at least I got something. And then here come this little caterpillar in, too. <laughs> so I'm going to tear that up, too. Why? Because the Bible said that the thief come not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. He ain't satisfied until he obliterates you. And some of you, if the truth is anywhere they're told, you got a good Christian face. You got a good church face. But some of you, you ain't got much left. Because <laughs> it's getting diminished right before your very eyes. But God said, keep your eyes open. Because just like he did what he do, I'm about to do what I do. Because the Bible says in John chapter 10, it lists the devil first. It says, a thief come not but for the steal, kill, and destroy. He said, but I am come. Which means he ain't the Omega. I'm the Omega. He ain't the end of this thing. I'm the end of this thing. And you, yes, you what? But I'm going to make every one of them cough up what they ate up. <laughs> I'm going to make them all cough up <laughs> what they ate up. And I'm going to put it back together again. I like that. Y'all ain't got to like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because sometimes things get worse and worse and worse in our life. But God said, just like it did that, it's about to get better and better and better in your life too. Because God doesn't intend for worse and worse and worse to continue operating in the life of his. Turn to Proverbs chapter 6 saying, I'm his. God doesn't intend for that to stay in the life of his. That's why he's trying to get his to understand who they are. You hanging out with other folk with jacked up stuff. So you better get out of there and get with some blessed folk. Proverbs chapter 6. We're in Proverbs chapter 6. Verse 30. It says, men do not despise a thief. If he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold and he shall give all the substance of his house. Read it again. Read it again. Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. That ain't why the devil stole. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. He shall restore sevenfold. He didn't say might. He shall restore sevenfold. You know, the word shall is the strongest assertion in any language. It means there's no, there's no, there's no. So there ain't no but about this one. And ain't no if this is going to happen. And this going to happen. Because he said it shall happen. That's what happens during one of these times of restitution, which is the one we're in right now. He's going to restore. 
That word restore right there means make amends. Give again. Repay. Recompense. And also restitution. Make restitution. That's what all those other things that it translates. But look, let's look at each one of them because he's going to give up some stuff. That word make them, that phrase make amends means to compensate as for an injury, loss, or insult. To compensate for an injury. Anybody here been injured by the devil? Compensate for a loss. Anybody in here lost anything to the devil? Or insult, which means even if he insulted you, he going to have to pay back. Everybody say, well, pay back then. Praise God. That word repay means to pay back or refund as money, to make return to in any way, to pay back or refund as money, to make return to in any way. Like Whole Foods, for example, found out that they was like stiffing people more than they supposed to stiff people. I mean, there's a, 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 a correct stiffing that goes on during... With, 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 with capitalism. Praise God. It's just business. Praise God. Amen. But they took it to a whole nother level. Praise God. They was cutting up fruit and cutting up vegetables, putting in a little container and charging you ridiculous amounts for it and stuff like that. And people was buying it. Until somebody said, hold up. Stuff shouldn't cost this much. And they did a class action suit against Whole Foods and now Whole Foods got to repay the extra that they took, because they admitted, yeah, that we did take more than we should have. Dang, you know. Like, judge said, well, since you know it, you've been found. You got to pay back. And so all them people that got stiffed at, at, at Whole Food. Now, Whole Food got to take from their coffers and pay back to the people what it is that was from them. Because they was found. They got found out. Well, the devil been found out. He been stealing. He been killing. He been destroying. God know where he lives. God know his address. God know where his house is. And God said, oh, you going to give it back. You going to give it back. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because God's not only our advocate, our attorney, praise God. But he's also the judge that's going to drop the gavel on top of him. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And God's going to be the bailiff that go back and get the stuff too. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to give restitution. Which we already learned what that is. Now this includes the recovery and re restoration of people's relationships with him and with us too. This includes the recovery and restoration of people's relationships with him and with us too. Because there's many people that have lost their relationship with God. I apologize, Lord. Lost their fellowship with God. Because their relationship still exists. Their fellowship is what's been towed up. So they don't hang with God. They don't talk with God. They don't even stay around the things of God. And they God's kids. But they don't want to spend no time around Him. And the same thing is happening in the spiritual and the natural. Many of us, praise God, Christians, been living right, doing right, conducting ourselves right, raising our kids right. But for whatever reason, our kids ain't living right. Our kids ain't doing what they're supposed to do. In fact, it's the truth is anywhere they're told, our kids don't want to have nothing to do with me and you. They find reasons to not be around me and you. They just go around when they have to. Other than that, they don't, they don't even take a look at me and you. But God says this restitution, this, this recovery, 
this 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 restoration is not just going to happen with my kids. It's going to happen with your kids too. Because the devil put a thought up in the middle of them. They caused them to think something that they ought not think so that they could do something that they ought not do. That's why they ain't got nothing to do with me, you, or God too. But God said, I'm about to change all of that. And cause a restoration of relationships between fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, sons and, and, and mother and fathers. Did I say that already? Mothers and sons and daughters and all of them. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 3. Hallelujah. He'll straighten it out. Praise God. Jeremiah chapter 3. He's going to cause a restoration to occur. Of people's relationships with him as well as with them too. Fellowships, I mean, I say. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now this restoration includes the restoration of backslidden children. That's both God's children and ours. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 21. I love the Lord. He said in verse 21, A voice was heard upon the high place, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way, and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Return, ye backslidden children, and I will heal your backslidings. Behold, we come unto thee, For thou art the Lord our God. Now the first part was God speaking to them. Return ye backslidden children. And I will hear your backslidings. The second part is them speaking back to God. Behold. We come unto thee. For thou art the Lord our God. Many church kids that was raised in church. About to come back. Many church kids who was raised in church. It's about to come back. And I ain't talking about come back and just take a seat. I'm talking about come back and live this life for real. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And many children that have walked away from you. Really don't want to have nothing to do with you and don't really spend no time around you unless they have to. That's about to change. Because they're going to come back. And they're going to say, you are my mother. You are my father. You are my child. I am your child. See, many of us, our parents died before we figured out we was crazy. Some of us, some of us. Our parents died before we found out we was crazy. I can speak for myself. Both my children, both my parents went to heaven while I was still living like hell on this earth. Whereas God, doing the opposite of everything that I was supposed to do. So that by the time I straightened out my life, I, if, if, if I could have one of many things in my life, one of the first thing, one of the first things that would be listed is that they would have an opportunity to be able to see that I straightened my life out, see that I came to the Lord, see that their prayers was not in vain. Is anybody hearing me up in here? I would love to be able to walk up to them and say, "Mama, I apologize for making you cry all those tears out your eyes. That I apologize for doing what I did before." Don't worry about it. You'll never see it happen no more. I I would love to be able to do that. But I tell you what you're going to see. You're going to see children come back to thee. And they're going to say to you the same thing I would say to mine if mine was living. You were right. And I'm about to straighten up. 
And what time is that service again? Because I'm going to be sitting right next to you, too. In fact, don't be surprised if you walk in and they already sitting there waiting on you. Children who did what they ought not do were found in places that they ought not have been found will turn around and return unto the Lord. Turn on Isaiah chapter 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love. Because God's going to cause a restoration, a recovery and a restoration to occur. Isaiah chapter 11. Believe it if you want to. I believe. Isaiah chapter 11, starting with verse 11. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria, someplace it wasn't supposed to be, and from Egypt, another place it wasn't supposed to be, and from Pathos and from Cush, and from Elam, and from Shinar, and from Hamath, and from the Isles of the Sea, all them places they ought not be. And he shall set up an ensign for the nations, and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel, and gather together the dispersed of Judah, from the four corners of the earth. He said that's what he's going to do. Now he said that he's going to stick his hand out. <laughs> now whenever he talks about the hand of the Lord. It is representing the Holy Spirit. It's talking about the Holy Spirit. Whereas the Holy Spirit is going to be the one that goes out. And touch their hearts. Go out there and touch them. Somebody say touch them Lord. Hand of the Lord is going to go out and touch them. Where God will send out an ensign. For the backslidden to see and gather unto. An ensign. That word ensign right there means a flag. It's a banner. Hallelujah. Generally it means a signal. Where they'll be able to show a signal. Now remember he's light. And they stand in darkness right now. It's going to be like. That's just going to go out. It's going to be a bright light. And they're going to see it and be drawn to it. It also translates a sign. Well, God's going to show them a sign. In other words, they're going to see what they need to see to come back to God who loves them as well as you and me. They're going to see what they need to see. See, I saw what I needed to see in order for me to realize, wait a minute now, I ain't doing this thing right. You saw what you needed to see in order to be able to cause you to realize that that ought not be the person you ought to be. And you've been saying, well, what's wrong with my kids? They ain't seen what they needed to see, just like you didn't see for a while what you didn't need to see. But God said, I'm about to show them what they need to see. That's good news, because he know what we don't know. We know what we know. We know what we needed to see, but we don't know what they needed to see. But God knows the inward parts of a heart. He knows the heart of the man. And he know exactly what to show that woman and man. In order to cause them to be able to see, this ought not be me. And be able to come running back to him as well as you and me. I love that, praise God. They're going to hear what they need to hear, see what they need to see, to know that God and us is where they need to be. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 27, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Isaiah chapter 27, I love the Lord. Verse 13. It says, and it shall come to pass. And that's somehow they keep saying that. And it shall come to pass in that day. Talking about the day of restitution. It shall come to pass in that day that the great trumpet shall be blown. And they shall come which were ready to perish in the land of Assyria. 
and the outcasts in the land of Egypt and shall worship the Lord in the holy mount of Jerusalem. Notice, they're going to come who were ready to perish, which means Satan would have had them on the hook, drawing them in to finish them off. He had them in the crosshairs, ready to put his finger right there and be able to pull the trigger and take them out. Some of your children is right there. They're ready to go. But God's going to say, no! And he's going to draw them right at the time that they need to. Just like he did with some of you. Because some of you was deep in sin. Had the devil as your best friend. But God showed you something right at the right time. You're going to get to heaven and find out it was literally at the right time. Because the next day, week or two, you was through. Because the devil thought he had you. But God said, no, I got something I need you to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that our God is a God of recovery and restoration. And I'm even more glad that I've learned to let him be a God of recovery and restoration in my life. I hope all of you do the same thing too. If you want to hear a message in this entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. That's 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.